coffee time. Coffee time. It's coffee time. Coffee time. It's, just a... it's coffee time, people watching. Or listening. It's coffee time. Three, two, one. Good morning, everybody. Welcome. Today is Tuesday, April 27th, 2021. My name is Jeremy, and this is my first cup of coffee. There are days where I get up and I get ready for the show, and I'm thinking, man, maybe I... Maybe I should have some coffee before the show. And I don't. And I never do. I have never lied about that. I don't think I lie about much, if anything. I've definitely not lied about that. When I drink my first cup of coffee on this show, it is my first cup of coffee. I think even, what was it, uh, 19, 2019, when I traveled around and I stayed overnight, well, I did a bunch of car camping. I think there was one episode I did from a Dunkin' Donuts parking lot. I even did that episode. But I think, was that back before we had a fixed start time? I think it might have been. I don't remember. I don't remember. I just remember that was a gross Dunkin' Donuts. Because I'd use a bathroom. Yeah. Well, yesterday was an interesting day. So Monday has become meeting day. I had meetings at like 9, 9.30, 10.30. Eleven, twelve thirty. Yeah, so was that five meetings, and had a had a, a fairly easy afternoon laid out. I had maybe ninety minutes of work after that that I had to get done, and you know my hope was I was going to record another chapter of the audiobook. And so, after the, I had I had lunch in between the 11 meeting and the 12.30 meeting, and so the 12.30 meeting ended at 1.45, hour 15 minutes. And I said, you know what, I just need like 30 minutes. So I, I sat down, fired up the video games, and I said, I'm just gonna play for like 30 minutes, and I'll, I'll be good, I'll go back to it. And I'm five minutes in, and then power goes out. I was like, oh. and didn't come right back on, which it usually does. So all the battery backups, because I've got three of them, start screaming. So I go and I turn everything off, all the computers, and turn off the TV and the PlayStation. And then I sat down and realized it's so quiet. I, keep, I forget how quiet it is in this house, probably in your house too. How quiet is it when nothing's on? You know, all those electronics, all the you know, the timers on my plants and just a little bit of a hum from electric lights and computers. It makes a lot of noise. And so I sat for a few minutes and just kind of enjoyed the quiet and said, all right, now what? And realized I had promised some of my clients that in that, you know, there were a couple of little things I was going to get done. And I'm like, Ooh. now there's a window right there, right there that I can get a tiny little bit of cell service. Because remember, I live in the woods. And I wrote an email on my phone 
and I stuck it in the window and I said, I'm writing this at 2.45. The power's been out for, I think it was a half hour at that point. And I can't do that work, I promised you, but I'll do it tomorrow unless the power comes back on very soon, in which case I'll do it soon. Now I end my day around four o'clock, sometimes 4.30, sometimes a little bit earlier than that, but let's think about it. I'm, I'm up early and I start my day doing this. And I don't stop working. So from 6.30 to 2.30 would be an eight hour day. So I'm doing a nine, 10 hour day every day. So four o'clock rolls around and I went, all right. And in that time I cleaned the house and put things away and moved books around and laid on the floor. <laughs> It was, it was getting weird. And so like 345 comes around and power comes back on. And by the time I get everything back up and running, it was, it was four o'clock and I just didn't have any steam. So you know what? I will do these things that I need to do tomorrow morning because I don't have hardly anything on my agenda today. This is one of the nice things about the the new recording schedule that we're doing. This is an off day. We have one that's scheduled for this afternoon that ended up getting included before we switched, to, switched the schedule around. But I have to say, grouping all these meetings together has been wonderful, and grouping all the recording together has been wonderful, and I'm just I'm so much more productive. I really am, it's awesome. And it makes the rest of the week go easier. So I got some work I got to do today. I got some email I got to send. Somebody put it in an order Saturday, Sunday night that I got to send out. They actually managed to put together a sparring gear order that fit them out of what we had in stock. I was pretty impressed. Uh, it's all Barracuda, the, the light blue, which is what we have the most of, strangely enough. It's a great color. I don't know why people, more people don't buy it. All right. Ah. Uh. And what did I do after that? Oh, I played video games more. <laughs> game's getting really good. Uh, I enjoy a game that tells a story. And if you know what's going on in my life right now, I kind of need that escape. I need that story. So I played for a little bit, went to the gym, came back, made sushi. Watched some TV. Went to bed. If you make sushi, don't use rice that you cooked previously because it'll dry out and it needs to be really sticky. So. I ate sushi, but they weren't so much rolls. They, by the time, after I cut them, they were sushi mush piles that I kind of like balled up and ate. Still tasted good, but chopsticks were useless. I like when I get sushi. Tuna. Made tuna sushi. Anything else happened yesterday? You know what I realized? There's there's one more thing that I'll, I'll share and then we'll, we'll roll forward. There's one more thing I realized yesterday, and that is how many food products I produce from my own yard. Because I was thinking, like, you know, what would it look like if I had a farm stand? 
Well, what can I sell? I could sell hazelnuts and apples and pears, blueberries, apple butter, blueberry butter, grapes, grape butter. Nobody ever makes grape butter. They make grape jelly, which is just, it's not as good. It's too, ugh. it's all sugary. Um, what else? I'm doing like a walk around my house. All the tomatillos, all, the, all the, the spices that I grow. Yeah. The chestnuts will happen eventually. I don't know why they haven't yet. Maybe this year. Maybe this year I'll get chestnuts. We'll see. But it's a lot. It's a lot of stuff that I produce here. Apple and pear vinegar. I, just, I, I really enjoy. I like doing my own thing. I like producing my own stuff. Got another garden bed I gotta build. Gotta get some wood for that. The other thing that I want to talk about is I woke up this morning to a comment on an episode that we did way back, I think it was episode 285, Talking Chow Yun Fat. If you don't know the name, probably recognize him. Chow Yun Fat from Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, my favorite martial arts movie of all time. And this person just leaves the comment, Chow Yun Fat isn't a martial artist at all. His most famous movies are action and crime dramas. I won't deny the, sta the statement that his most famous movies have nothing to do with martial arts. But have you seen Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon? He, he's a martial artist. Now the question is twofold. And Andrew and I have talked about doing a follow-up on this. Who gets to determine who a martial artist is? Why does any one person get to say, you are and you are not a martial artist? I don't think that's appropriate. And that leads me to what we've started calling, or I've started thinking about, and, and we're, we're, I don't know if we're gonna do this in next week's episode, but um, we're gonna do it at some point, uh, next week's episode. Next week when Andrew and I record, what I'm calling First Amendment of Martial Arts. Why does the First Amendment work? And for those of you outside the US, the First Amendment is our free speech amendment to the Constitution. And it basically says, you get to say whatever you want unless it causes, unless it, you know, causes physical harm to people. You can't shout, and the, the cliche example is you can't shout fire in a crowded theater because people would get up and they'd freak out and they'd, they'd try to run out and somebody would get hurt. Why do I, I get to have my own opinion of what martial arts is and I get to have my own opinion of, of how that applies to people. But it's just my opinion. There's no, my, if, if we, if, let's say there's a, let's say Chow Yun Fat. If I say he's a martial artist and you say he's not, is one of us more right? Now we can have a discussion, we can have a debate, but there's no provision, nor should there be in my opinion, to exclude him as a martial artist. There's no official list of martial arts or martial artists. And this is where I differ from a lot of people. Because the moment you say that's not martial arts or that's not a martial artist or this isn't a martial arts technique, it's a very slippery slope. So 
Is Chow Yun-Fat a martial artist? If he wants to be. That's basically how that comes down to, in my opinion. Is somebody a martial artist on their first day of martial arts training? I say so. In my opinion, you're a martial artist if you have done some martial arts training and plan to do some martial arts training again. Those are the only two conditions that matter. If you take a break, it's fine. You know, we could probably come up with something more complex. But I don't think it's necessary. People are out there just looking to disagree and, and, and be contrarians and, and, and hate, and I just, I don't like it. So yesterday's episode of Martial Arts Radio, episode 600, happened, took some time, and it was, um, there was some miscommunication between Julius and I, so I'm going to own that. Um, where's my edit? Where's my edit button? Edit. There we go. Uh, I'm turning off the audio-only version right now. Because there is a video version. Because we did that. Boom. Uh, and it was, it was a good time. It was a lot of fun. I really like working with these guys. They're great guys. We have a good time. And... Yeah. So... There it is. For the first time, I didn't wear anything with whistle kick on it, but I've got that background, so I think it works. All right, uh, but but check it out. I hope you enjoy it. I hope you like it. Those are the same thing, Jeremy. This is this is. <laughs> it's gonna be one of those days. Um, and it's pretty far out in the future. But I committed to taking the week of June sixth off my birthday week. I have not had a week off. In a long time. Now there's a very good chance I don't actually go anywhere or do anything. But there is a good chance that I will take first cup off that week. I have not done that before. And the reason I would do it, I'm still putting the pieces together. If I can't go away to do things, I need to create a, a distinction between that week and the week before and after. And one of those things that is easy to do is to not do this show. Now I might do some pre-recorded shows. I don't know yet. I'll let you know as we get closer. But you are all important to me. This show is important to me. So I'm not going to just wait till the last minute before I tell you. It's June. Maybe some... No, I've got a feeling the end of June is, is when restrictions are going to change for us in Vermont. So. Alright. Let's see what you gave me to talk about. Questions and comments and feedback. So am I. Uh, where are we? I know Frank left me stuff. I saw it. Here it is. Okay. Uh, remember, if you have questions or comments, things you want me to talk about, 
which is the heart of the show. Leave it in the comment section after the show closes, because if you leave it in the discussion while we're talking, then I don't see it tomorrow. It's a whole separate thing that YouTube does. So, oh, I did another audio chapter on the book yesterday. So I've gotten through, I think I've gotten through five chapters. I'm roughly halfway recording the audio for Faith. If you haven't picked up that book, please pick up that book. I should probably add the autographed option to our website. Okay. Per Frank, April is Poetry Month. Some people may ask, what does poetry have to do with martial arts? As most of us know, in ancient Japan, there were samurai. During times of peace, the samurai would stay busy writing poetry. One such poet was Minamoto no Yoramasa. Minamoto no Yoramasa. Here are three short poems from him. Now, before I read these, one of the best descriptions of martial arts and technique and forms and fighting has been, in my opinion, has been comparing it to language. Techniques are words. Forms are poems. Freeform movement, sparring could be, I don't know, you, you could call it an improvised speech or battle rap. <laughs> um, but I think moving from, oh, and, and, and combinations or sentences, right? So, oh, that might even be better. Stacy says slam poetry. I like that. There, it's there. there. There's that that same kind of synergy. If if you're someone who really thinks about putting words together, and for some of the things that I do, I, I really have to think about that. I had a conversation with with Jenny, one of the Jennies. There are two Jennies that that do whistlepick work, uh, that, that help out, and they're both awesome. And they both spell their name with an I, which made it really difficult early on. And, and even when I email them, I have to make sure I'm emailing the right Jenny. Uh, but Jenny and I were talking about books. Jenny, actually they both work on books, but um, anyway, we were talking about titles and we're taking the three transcripts from the Into the Badlands guests that we had, Danny Wu and Emily Beecham and Sherman Augustus, and we're putting those together as a book on Amazon. And we we're talking about how to name it and I'm not good at naming things. Take a look at everything that we do. I named all of the things. Most of them are not very good names. One of the bits of feedback I got on Faith on the novel was, I don't understand the title. <laughs> yeah. There's, you kind of got to dig to draw the connection for it, but there. But look at the websites. Whistlekickmartialartsradio.com Whistlekickprograms.com uh, What are other projects that we did? Martialartscalendar.com KarateTournamentBook.com I don't name things well. That's okay. So the first poem from Minamoto and I would imagine these have been translated. And, and this is one of the challenges in when, when you're 
looking through, looking at the translated version of a written work, you're always going to miss something in there. I see it yet, I cannot recall its like. On a moonlit night, I have grown old, awaiting your coming. I definitely don't know Japanese well enough, or at all. So I'm not reading these or even understanding them in their native language. I can barely understand enough Spanish that I can kind of stumble through some poetry and some, some written works, uh, but I'm not gonna get most of the context. And I find that really fascinating. And this is something that, I, that is interesting about martial arts especially if we consider it kind of like a language. When we talk to people who have had the chance to travel and do martial arts in other places, who do not speak the language of that country, they can still step in and train. Talk to people who have been to, so like Lessie, who does a tremendous amount of wonderful work for martial arts radio. Over the last couple of years, if there's a guest that you were thankful we had on the show, you owe Leslie, not me. She's the one that makes all that happen. She does a great job. Uh, she talked about going to the Kodokan, the, the home of judo in, in Japan. She doesn't speak Japanese. Not fluently by any means. And once you figure out how to get there and get there on time and communicate, I would like to do martial arts here, please, you can figure out the rest. If you've been training a little while, and, and we've heard time and again from people who have been to Okinawa or Japan or Korea and gone to the Kukiwan, it's the same deal. If you can get somebody to translate well enough that you can make sure you're in the right place at the right time, you can figure out the rest. And I think that's amazing. I would love to go train. I've trained with people who speak very little English, but it was here in the US, so. I don't think it counts quite the same way. It's not quite as, uh, doesn't quite illustrate my opinion as much. I think I just drooled on, on camera. I apologize. It's kind of gross. What's more authentic than a guy in a bathrobe? This is real, this is me. Get what you see. Oh, I just made a run. Second one. The everyday world I put behind me at a mountain dwelling where first crawl in moonflowers. I'm going to read that one again. Maybe it'll make a little more sense. The everyday world I put behind me at a mountain dwelling where first crawl in moonflowers. I suspect this is one of the ones where nuance is lost. Or maybe even context. Maybe we're, we're at an even more fundamental level, fundamental level than nuance. Nuance is one of my favorite words, if you haven't been able to tell. I think I say that a lot. When the power went out yesterday, I went, okay, it's a little cold. 
So I got a fire going. Pulled out this thing. Charged my phone. Try to keep that relatively charged. How much juice is in here? Yeah, still a full charge. You don't have one of those for your phone. You should grab one of those. They're like 50 bucks for a big one. You can get a decent one for, excuse me, $20. You know, I, I have, I have friends here in Vermont and I, I don't understand how they do it, that they, they don't have any source of backup heat. I've got the furnace. I've got a generator, small generator, that would not power that. But it would power a little electric heater that I have. Actually, would it? It may not. I would have to look. Uh, I've got the wood stove, and I've got a propane heater. Little 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 one takes little one pound canisters. I'm, I'm demonstrating screwing it in. You don't know what that means. The little the little tanks, the little green ones, because I don't want to freeze to death. I am still impacted. I, I here, I'll share this story and then I'll read the last poem. 1997, 98, early 98. <laughs> I was a freshman. <laughs> Stacy saying, you should have been here in the 97 ice storm. <laughs> See, those of us in New England, when we think about a really bad storm, that's the first, most of us my age, that's the first place we go. That was a bad one. So it was my freshman year of college. I had come, I'd gone back to visit you know, Christmas break was in Maine, where I grew up, and power goes out, and trees are falling down everywhere. I, I remember, I remember some of these trees, some of the birch trees just like bent way over. There was so much ice on them, it was insane. And power went out everywhere because so many trees brought down so many lines, it was nuts. And after three days of being without power, I said, forget this. And I drove back to college because there was power in central Massachusetts. My mother was without power for 10 days. Now, if she hadn't had backup heat, like a wood stove, her pipes would have frozen. There would have been tremendous damage. Everything would have, I mean, the, the whole house would have fallen apart. And she would have had to go somewhere else. But where would she have gone? Because all the hotels would have been full. Would have been a disaster. She would have had to go stay with somebody else who already didn't have power. Do you really want company when there's no running water? Ugh, come on. So I think about that often. I made tea on the stove. I, I have. Had some water, so I have a, a water filter, put it in a, a pot, put a tea bag in it, put it on the stove while I was heating the house, and I had tea. And so the moral of the story there is that I was really pumped to have a little bit of quiet time. I didn't get the work done that I wanted to get done, but maybe I got what I needed. I had to relax for a couple hours. It was kind of nice. And before I read this last poem, remember, give me some stuff to talk about tomorrow.
Give me some questions, some comments, some feedback. Tell me what's going on with you. Give me stuff to, to respond to. It's the engagement between you and I that makes this show work. And if you're new, make sure you subscribe, turn on notifications. We do the show every weekday, 6.30 a.m. U.S. Eastern Time. If you're on YouTube, you can catch a later in audio form too. And check out the other stuff we do, like episode 600 with Sensei Jared Nando and, and the good conversation, the fun that we had. I had a good time with those guys. And if you've got topic suggestions or guest suggestions, you can email me, jeremy at whistlekick.com. And if you want to support us, we've got a Patreon, patreon.com slash whistlekick. Or you can buy stuff at whistlekick.com with the code FIRSTCUP15. Or you can check out one of the training programs at whistlekickprograms.com. So the last poem, and I will send you on your way. Thank you again to Frank for all you do, my friend, and including giving me stuff to talk about. Feel it, I think, yet. Stay silent, my fern. Dyed robe as the secret corners of my heart is all in disarray. Ooh, I kind of like this one. Let me read this again. Feel it, I think, yet stay silent, my fern. No, hold on. There's some commas in here, and I'm... I'm there's a there's a meter that they're trying to hit with this. Feel it, I think. Yet stay silent, my fern-dyed robe, as the secret corners of my heart is all in disarray. <sighs> I like it, but I don't get it. And that's okay. I used to write a lot of poetry. <clears throat> you know, I grew up heavily influenced by rap music. And... Rap music is basically poetry set to a beat, and I wrote a lot. Of, I wrote a lot of lyrics, and I wrote a lot of poems, and some of them are in boxes in various places. Some of them were good. The only time we had I ever submitted a poem to anything, I didn't really submit it. There were I think it was my freshman year high school poetry class, freshman year high school English class. We had a poetry segment, and the students had to vote. We had to pick, like, our top five. Everybody read them out loud, and we had to pick our top five. And the teacher did the math, and I won. I had the best poem in the class. I like writing. I like putting words together and trying to express something. And I hope that that comes through in some of the work that we do. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. I hope you have a fantastic day, and I'll see you back here tomorrow. Have a great Tuesday, everybody. Peace.